Welcome in, everybody. This is You've Been Watching, the behind-the-scenes podcast with the behind-the-scenes people because we have the best opinions you never hear unless you listen to this podcast. Brian, <laughs> Brian, what's the best opinion no one gets to hear? Mine. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for listening, everybody. We can't do this. That's Brian Morton. As you know, he has the opinion, and guess what? He'll tell you you're wrong if you're wrong. That's right, boy wonder. Even if you're right. Did you just call me? <laughs> that was holy jeepers Christ, Batman. <laughs> I just got taken out of my own role. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me that reminds me of I don't know if you've ever seen this it doesn't seem like a show you would have seen but I was a huge fan of it uh, a show called Scrubs oh I love Scrubs oh you love Scrubs love Scrubs uh, so JD the main character he has those fantasies head. he has a fantasy of Batman and Robin he goes holy jeepers Batman how low is my self esteem that I'm the sidekick <laughs> in my own fantasy exactly nobody wants to be Robin and his best friend Turk <laughs> who's Batman goes it could be worse Robin you could be Alfred the butler <laughs> and he, then in his head he's Alfred the butler <laughs> yeah. and that's literally just what happened to me guys you know I, I bring the show and every day and it's like holy jeepers brian how bad is it that i'm the sidekick in the only in my own in my show, own show. <laughs> it could be worse you could be doing nothing you could be bad girl yeah oh. <laughs> damn you uh well we're talking about comics so this kind of ties in perfectly yeah. um over the last you know a couple months we we, we really kind of have stuck to this theme and we've discussed marvel and the new movies and all that that's coming out we've talked dc and the batman and that coming out and what we see coming down the line but you brought up a really good point at the end of uh, uh, a show the other day we were talking, and you said, where has DC gone wrong that Marvel hasn't? Or what did DC do that kind of has them in this current situation where they're perpetually playing catch-up to try to even get in the same arena with Marvel right. at this point? And I guess for you, if you had to, if there's a way to pick something, or maybe there's a couple things that it chain reacted, what is it that DC did that just has them playing, playing catch-up? I, I think it's it's not letting, not letting the DC people do the DC. I think that's the core of it. Marvel took control, and they're telling you their Marvel stories. Mm -hmm. Where DC is the the suits at Warner Brothers are saying we need a Batman movie. Put a Batman movie out. It's like about what we don't care. Put a guy in a suit so we can sell toys. Yeah, you know. And they're not telling me they've had what uh, three good movies. I like Shazam. Okay, <clears throat> Wonder Woman. The first one was a very good movie, and Aquaman. I guess you could say the Batman. I liked the Batman. Yeah, the Batman was a good movie, but a I, long, I but sort yeah. of take that as like a side road to the DC. That's not okay. doesn't feel like it's connecting to yeah. Wonder Woman, Aquaman in the same well, way. All right, so I'm not trying to pick out your topic. I just want to. So yeah. the Snyderverse doesn't hold up for you. Does it wasn't for you, or was it too much like a mini series to be a movie to be in that movie category? It was a lot going on, okay. and it was way dark. Okay, you know, I I I get. That there's serious stuff and that kind of stuff, but in the Marvel universe, you can still ba they balance the serious, dark people are dying, world yeah. ending thing with some humor. Mm -hmm. Where Zack Snyder just everything was dour and dark and serious. It's like that's that's a good story in a small story to me. Punisher was great because it's a one hour episode and it's very dark and dour. Mm -hmm. But I need I need light too. Captain yeah. America can go heavy or light. Spider-Man is mostly light, but it can get heavy. I think they proved I that, never yeah. saw much humor in the Snyderverse. Well, really. I, I think what happened with the Snyderverse is they tried to bring Ezra Miller in to be comedic relief, yes. and it didn't play because it was almost like any time he spoke was a joke. He didn't have any... Except yes. for when he, you know, when he tries to turn back time, and he, he's like, you have to do this. Other than that, it was every other thing he did was a one-liner, and it's like... So it's like, yes, they, they made that attempt. Uh, my thing, and I agree, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam, they were all great movies. I mean, I think everybody has their opinion on other ones that maybe you liked something in it, maybe you didn't. Oh, sure. Like, we, we've always kind of given Superman a bad rap by saying, you know, hobo Superman yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. uh, Batman versus Superman, I enjoyed it because we both said that Ben Affleck played a phenomenal Batman yeah. in that. And then he kind of weaned off in the, the preceding things and maybe yeah. he wasn't as great. So it has pieces, but you wouldn't necessarily classify it as a great movie. Yeah, it's almost like regard. Snyder tried to do too much too quickly. It was like he was afraid it, the toy was going to be taken away from him and he had to get everything yeah. that he needed to get in. You know, especially a Batman Superman. It's like, you don't need Doomsday in there. You could have went another direction. It was cool to see Wonder Woman at the end, but then we killed Superman and it just felt like we're rushing this story where it's like, let this build like Marvel did. Mm -hmm. Iron Man built for, you know, 
three series of mo- three sequels, three series of movies before we ever got to Thanos. Yeah. But we knew Thanos was coming, I think, in the end of the second movie. Something like that, So yeah. it's like, we knew he was coming. Bill, take your time. Make yeah. it something I'm interested in seeing. Yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't just slam it all together and go, hand it to me at once. Well, my, my thing... Uh, why I feel it may isn't on the same track is they have this real failure to commit at DC. They, like, with Marvel. Marvel did Iron Man. Or Iron Man ended up being a great movie. Mm-hmm. They had to recast the the roadie part. Yeah. But they committed to it and never even, they, they could have done the low-hanging joke of, you look different today, roadie, or right. something like that. They didn't. They committed to, this is roadie, accept it, go sure. with it. If something didn't work, they didn't go, okay, we gotta figure, change this, change this. They're like, nope. We'll make the next one. We'll just fix it. Yeah. Like, like Thor. After Dark World, Thor, if it was a DC thing, would have gotten rebooted. Everybody's yes. losing their jobs. we got to start this over. Yeah, exactly. But no, they said, you know what? Let's make another one. Let's put someone in there that's going to tell a good story, that's going to help right. us stay on the line, but is going to tell it in a way that people are going to be like, ooh, I want to see this. You get Ragnarok. Phenomenal movie. Turned out great. Now you have, you know... Love and Thunder. We'll see what they go, where they go from there. But with DC, they had this real fear of not being able to just stay the course. It was. I'll go back to. We were talking before the show. I'll go back to. You had two Keaton movies as Batman. They were great. Third one came along. Keaton wasn't ready to put the bat suit on quite yet. They also didn't want Tim Burton for the third one. Well, no, no. That's a formula that works. You don't break that up. You look at Tim Burton and say, look. We understand you're not ready right this second. Or maybe you are. He had a movie worked out. They just right. didn't want him. And it's like, we understand you're not ready right this second. Give us a minute. Let us, you know, get this going. And then we want you and Keaton back as Batman and, uh, yeah. you know, the director. It didn't happen. They brought in, uh, I think it was Joel Schumacher. Keaton's like, yeah, I'm not doing this without Tim Burton. It's, yeah. just, it's what it is. I'm not doing this without Tim Burton. Because it, it becomes less of a, <clears throat> let's tell this story that people will love and keep coming back to and more of a... We've got to sell Batman toys. We've got to keep yeah. a Batman movie in front of people at all times. Well, and like, that's no. what happened with the other two. You get Keaton yeah. with Jim Carrey and uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Didn't necessarily work as much with the villains. They weren't terrible, but they weren't the best. You bring in Robin, and it's okay, we're going to get Robin in this story. And then that movie comes out, and I, I honestly don't think it had left theaters before. They're like, all right, next one, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah. They turned into like a, like they just wanted to print, 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 print. And it's like Val Kilmer, same thing with uh, Michael Keaton. I need a minute. Give me a minute. No, 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 next one, next one, next one. Okay, he doesn't want to be it. Okay, who's the biggest guy on the planet that we could get right right now? George Clooney is Batman. Let's do it. We've said it before. George Clooney is Bruce Wayne. Perfect. He's the perfect cast for Bruce Wayne. He's not Batman. I didn't have a problem with him as Batman. I didn't like the nipple suit. I Fair. thought it was it wasn't his as Batman as much as it was the horrible horrific story that they were trying to be Batman sixty six again mm. with pow and bang and it's like no 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 they had all the elements there that would have worked perfectly he was I didn't mind him as Batman minus the nipple suit we don't need the, the nipple, nipple suit. suit the Robin was already established Chris O'Donnell was good as Robin Alicia Silverstone was perfectly cast as Batgirl they'd given her something better to do Schwarzenegger as Mister Freeze. Uma Thurman is Poison Ivy. He's like, we've got all the elements here. And then instead of telling me a good Batman story, we just camp it up. Yeah. Everybody's chewing the scenery like crazy. It's like, no. You know, the hockey fight was horrible. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it, they happen to have skates <clears throat> built into their shoes. Yeah, and it just becomes yeah. like Joel Schumacher's bizarre, weird camp fantasy. And it's like, no, no, no. That's not a good story. It, you enjoy it. God bless you. But don't give me a big budget movie and do that. And that was a huge misstep. It's taking the time, telling the story right, and have Marvel planned it all out. Marvel knew from day one when Iron Man was being out there, not even knowing if it was going to be successful, where this how this ended up to Avengers, how we got the Thanos, and how phase one ended with Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. You know, right from the beginning they knew we have to tell these origin stories, but we're building to this. And I would bet money that while they were building to that with the with the creators and doing it, they were already establishing what we're doing with Phase Two, who we're bringing in, how we're going to do this, and it's what they're doing now, even on Disney Plus. You see, with She-Hulk bringing in Daredevil. Here's how we bring that character into this world, and we're going to build him in so he's part of the world. Where DC just sort of slaps things together and hopes that they they work. And when you just slap things together, sometimes it works. 
you know, sometimes you get a wonderful, you know, chicken and waffles combination. Sometimes you get a horrible chocolate and chicken combination. Like, no, don't slap things together. Plan it. Think it through. Do it the right way. I, And even then, Wonder Woman was terrific. Mm-hmm. But it was the same actress, same characters, same director. Horrible story the second time. Second story, to me, yeah. fell apart. And I have, I loved Aquaman. And that being, you know, with what happened to Wonder Woman, I'm fearful for Aquaman too. I have hopes, but I'm fearful. <laughs> and that's fair to be fearful. But I think the reason, and going like I agree with what you said. Going back to my what I was saying though, I think the reason it falls so hard is you can look back at the last 16 years, and there is only one Iron Man. There is yeah. only one Captain America. There is only one Thor. Now, I get they're going to try to, you know, Sam Sam Wilson's the new captain and yeah. all that. And they're going to do things that fit. But when you, like, for 16 years, someone who's a literally a junior in high school is looking back and only knows one Iron Man, only knows one Captain America and all that. When you look back at me, I was born in 1988. Batman came out, the, the first Keaton Batman came out in 89. The first eight years of my life, I had four different, ba- or three different Batmans. Yeah. And in, in the span of eight years, that to me is we just we couldn't stick to the story. We couldn't let the story get developed the way it needed to. Imagine if Marvel had said Iron Man one and two came out. Robert Downey Jr. looks at him and says, are you ready for three? I need a year. I need to. There's this movie I want to make. He made a movie. Uh, yeah. The judge. I need to make this movie. It's, it's a project I want. I've given you these two. Give me a year. And Marvel goes. Now nah, we're not going to do that. Can we uh, put a call into Tom, or can we put a call yeah. into you know so and so, and we'll just we'll put a, a new guy in there? And it's like that would never have worked, and Marvel wouldn't have allowed it. DC's having a real hard time doing that. It's the same thing we talked about when the Batman came out. I'm excited for it. it's great, but now we have three different people playing Batman in the same universe. Yeah, technically, you have Robert Pattinson, you have Ben Affleck, and now with the if the Flash ever comes out, we have Michael Keaton again in a, in a. But it's the difference between it's the difference between serving the marketplace and serving the story. Mm-hmm. If you're serving the story, I don't feel like you're ever going to go wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's what Marvel did. Donnie wants a year off. That's fine. We've got Captain America in the wings. We've got Thor in the wings. We've got other irons in the fire. Where DC, or yeah, DC sees Batman as a cash cow. We got to keep Batman coming. Batman, Batman, Batman. That doesn't matter why. It's like that's not how the story works. Well, but 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 Batman, you know, but do something else. I, I'm I'm reading now that that even if Flash is successful and they they the rumor is no matter how successful the Flash is Ezra Miller's gone so you already now you'll have two different Flashes boom because Ezra Miller's sort of a flake and isn't reliable and has a lot of legal issues going on yeah so they're already saying he's out and it's like well and it'll work if the story continues the right way like you said what they did with roadie don't acknowledge it they don't when a new james bond walks in they don't go well you're looking different today james you know just keep going Mm -hmm. i will suspend my disbelief it's a superhero movie i'm already suspending my disbelief to come here yes so let's just go it's about serving the story to me and that's the difference i i even will go see wonder woman 3 even that wonder woman 2 is just a terrible movie because well, maybe it's a bridge story. There, maybe they're leading somewhere bigger. Maybe you know, I'm I'm willing to let a storyteller tell me their story. Yeah. Walking Dead was huge. There were many episodes that were slow and plotting, and my wife would go, "Aren't you done with this yet?" It's like I'm going to see. You. Let them tell their story. Maybe there's a reason. Love it, Thor, Love and Thunder. It moves at a weird pace. Maybe it's a bridge movie. Maybe the storytellers getting me somewhere I need to be, you know, so I'm willing to stay with you. You don't have to rush it though. No, not at all. Yeah. No, the whole time you were talking about wonder woman two and saying that maybe I'll still see three. All I was thinking about is the bad guy in that and his catchphrase line. Your life is good. It can be better. Oh yeah. Wonder woman two was not good. We can do better. Maxwell. Yes. Yes. I know who you're talking. Yeah. Never going to get the name. <laughs> um, I, I know exactly who you're yeah. talking about. It's just the name's gone. The character, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to ask, though, I had it up here, and now, of course, it disappears on me. Um, something that I that uh, Marvel did that DC kind of reverse engineered and didn't do the right way. Uh, Maxwell Lord. Maxwell Lord. Yeah. As I'm looking. Um, <laughs> well, we got we got all the origin stories before we got Avengers. Yeah. And, but there was that 
there was that tie, Shield. Shield was in all of them. Yeah. Meeting Tony. Hey, we need to talk to you about something. Meeting Cap, you know, Cap's, you know, frozen. We found Cap. Once he wakes up, hey, Cap, we got to talk. You know, Thor, look, you're going to leave this planet. That's fine. We need you. You can't, if we need you, you have to be here. They set all these people up and then said, all right, now you know who all these guys are. I think we had two Captain, or I mean, uh, excuse me. I think we had two Iron Mans before we even had the Avengers. Ah, Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we had all these people and we had them established. The thing that I think the new DC hasn't done right is we got Superman. We got a Superman movie. Then they made Batman versus Superman to introduce us. We didn't get the standalone Batman, which I think we probably should have gotten, yes. but we didn't. Then we got Justice League. Right. Where, oh, by the way, here's Wonder Woman, Thor, yeah. and uh, and Aquaman. Then we got, I think, actually, Wonder Woman may have come out before, but right in that general vicinity. I think Batman versus Superman came I've, out. Then they made Wonder Woman yeah. to set it up. But then we got uh, the Flash and Aquaman, and then we got origin stories. It's like, no, no, no. We should have gotten all five of those movies where you give us that common thread. I don't. Maybe it's Bruce because they did that in Suicide right. Squad. Bruce Wayne talking to Waller and telling her, "If you don't stop this, my friends and I'll stop it." Right. We should have gotten that. We should have gotten. All right, you have that. Superman. That should have been their end of Iron Man one, where Samuel L. Jackson shows up moment when Bruce Wayne stepped in and said, "My friends and I." That should have been. Remember at the end of the first Iron Man. You didn't know what was going on. Everybody just said, stay for the end, stay for the end. And when he said, I'd like to talk to you about a thing we call the Avengers Initiative, I remember everyone in the crowd going, oh, my God. Well, but think about it. If you that think- should have been their moment when Batman says, my friends and I'll get involved. Everybody went, his friends? I know who that is. You know, but, but-, but think about it. If you think about the origin movies that they gave us. Now, Superman came first, so Batman versus Superman happened. Sure. You get the standalone, we can maybe work something out. Or you have Batman versus Superman yeah. As a third movie to, to bridge the two, but then the end of uh, the end of the Flash. There's a scene in Justice League that would have worked perfect. You give us a Flash movie, and at the end, Barry saves the day. However, you want him to save the day, he goes back to his crash pad, unlocks the door. Bruce Wayne is sitting there and goes, "You have to explain to me why a perfect stranger is sitting in my second favorite chair." And he says, "I'm putting together a team." You know, throws yeah. the battering and all that, and that's how you end it. Is Barry going? Stop right there. Yes, go to credits. Yep. That's perfect. We know the Flash is ready to go. You have Aquaman. He he becomes you know Aquaman the way we know him in that movie. And you end he, it with Bruce Wayne meeting. But he reunites his yeah. dad and his mom. He goes you know however you want to do it. He he, he like yeah. Bruce did in Justice League where he goes to the that fishing village and all that. You ha- now Bruce Wayne and Bruce Wayne is the tether that gets everybody there. And now you have us built up for it. But instead it was here's this here's this yeah. here's the big one. They rush everything. And then we'll too, explain too, everything they, they rush it too fast, and it always feels to me like we're rushing it for Warner Brothers to sell me toys, to market this stuff, instead of Warner Brothers saying, I need this excellent movie, that people are going to love this movie and they're going to flock to it. It's why people, if even if you don't like all of Marvel, you watch it to see what they're going to do next. Who's going to be in this one? Like I enjoy I and I enjoy the stories that I don't think I'm going to enjoy. I watch Ms. Marvel thinking, eh, I'll see what it is just to see what connective tissue is built here. And I was like, this is an amazing story. Yeah. I had no idea this character was this good. DC doesn't allow those stories to be told because they're just trying to get more Batman toys on shelves is how it always feels to me. You think DC would progress a little bit better if they maybe took that formula and started doing mini series of like lesser characters to build out the like, CW shows are excellent. They're great. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. They're the, way better to me than a lot of the DC movies. They're not connected to the world at all. Unfortunately, no, they're not. They're but that, yet, but, but but they're connected to each other. They yeah. built their own little world in the CW. It's like there's how you do it. You started with Arrow and you did a slow build. And then you brought The Flash as a second series. Then we found a way to connect them. And you found yeah. Supergirl as another series. Then we found a way to connect them. Do you think and, that hurts them at all, though? That they're not connected? Marvel, everything's connected. It might not be the greatest connection at times till they build it up a little bit, but everything's connected. Whereas with the DC, you have the big names like Superman. Like, that's the thing. Right now, if you if you take it that everybody that's in that Justice League movie is still technically under, like, they'll do another one. Yeah. Which, a lot of them have said, we'll do another one. You've got to figure out how to do it. So Henry Cavill is Superman, Ben Affleck is Batman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, yada, yada. So right now you have TV Superman and movie Superman. 
that's the, oh that, that, it hurts that, that they're divided that it's that not doesn't one bother person me. playing personally that doesn't bother me i know there's a lot of ner- hardcore nerds that which superman is which like i'm fine with you telling me different superman stories in different areas like i would never expect the tv superman story to give me the big superman action that i'm going to get in the henry Cavill. but i mean more that story. like even you still get like i don't know if he's appeared yet but you still there's still the chance that loki season two yeah, but there's still a chance that Chris Hemsworth could pass by. Sure, even though it's a mini series, Chris Hemsworth or Tony Stark could, you know, could yeah. technically they're doing uh, one with Rhodey. I forget what it's called. They're doing one. Yeah, with War Machine. War Machine. Yeah. Technically, Tony Stark could still, even though he's dead, could still pass by. Yeah. Or be in it. Whereas, you look at like Arrow, Flash, not there is no chance that you know that. Oliver yeah, Ben Queen, Affleck's not showing up. I'm there just saying, Oliver yeah. Queen's not going to be shooting arrows, and all of a sudden he's going to, you know. Batman's going to catch one, and it's going to be Ben Affleck. Yeah. They're not tying everything together, so you're you're almost setting up multiple different ones and saying, this is working, stick with it. This isn't working, let's restart it. And it's not one universe like it should be. Well, it's a different thing to me. I, I know what you're saying, and you're not wrong. But to me, the TV stuff is fine. You let the TV stuff... But I think what DC needs to do is look at how they're doing the TV stuff and go, that worked. Why can't the movies work? Why aren't the movies doing what this is doing? And it's it. the reason is they're rushing everything in the movies where Arrow was on how many seasons before you ever got a second superhero show? Yeah. You know, and that's what we did. We built the show and let it gain its audience. Well, you like this? Here's another one now. You've done this for four years. Try this too. And I think that's what you need to do. If Flash is big, don't immediately go, Flash 2, right now. Like, well, no, no. Where does this story go? Where do we lead now? If Flash 2 is uh, the, the the Flashpoint, maybe that leads to another Batman movie. Or maybe it leads to another Superman movie. Or maybe, it, you know, it's Iron Man didn't immediately lead to Iron Man 2. There was Captain America in there to get, you know, tell the story in a slow, methodical, right way. Tell me the right story. That's where, you know... I don't need Justice, like you said, you don't need Justice League immediately. But they had to have Justice League immediately. It's like, no, why? You know, Because Avengers. And that's, you don't react. You don't, that's the other issue. It's like, it's all reactive to what they're doing. They did that. Well, make one of those. Like, no, tell your story. Let them tell their story. Those are great movies. That's excellent. You do a great job when you run something. You run something different than I do. Doesn't mean you're wrong or I'm wrong. It's different. Do it your way. DC <laughs> should just take that. Take the notes and go, how did they build it right? Okay, let's build it the right way and do what they did when they brought James Gunn in to do the second Suicide Squad. Find a guy and go, hey, would you do a Batman movie? And he went, I don't like Batman movies. I don't want to do that. Let me do Suicide Squad. And went, really? He's like, yeah. Let the guy, James Wan, hey, you want to do a movie? Only if I can do Aquaman. So like, really? He's like, yeah. find the guy who wants to tell the story, and then that story will be good almost every time. I completely agree. By the way, I didn't hear anything you said after, I know what you're thinking, and you're right. <laughs> the man who knows everything said I was right, so that's superiority right there. Uh, no, but I now your ringtone. But I completely agree. I do. I mean, I look back at, probably because I've watched it beginning to end several times, I look back at Smallville. Smallville was the first superhero miniseries yeah. that really carried and worked and stuck. But it was Clark for five se- five seasons before you got anybody else that would re- yeah. even remotely be considered a like we got the flash we got an incarnation of flash then you know by season seven okay here's uh oliver queen and arthur curry and they they put him in there but they really built the story about right. it what would a 16 year old kid who can literally do everything how would he hide that in a small town where everybody knows everybody right and they didn't do one season of okay this is great put him in the super suit and let's get it going no yep. no build the story slow yep. and i remember watching i didn't watch all of that series but i would jump in i would see oh arthur curry's in it's gonna be aquaman tonight it's like really okay let's see what they do with aquaman it's like okay and i remember watching one where the justice society came in it's yep. like it's like oh i love the justice society how do they do that but that was six seasons in, five or six seasons in. It's like they built the story. Now it makes sense to mm-hmm. add these other characters in. Yes. You know, not immediately we have to just keep piling crap into the bag. You know, let mm-hmm. the bag sit for a minute, decide what is going to fit in the bag. That's To me, that's DC's biggest problem. Now rush, you, rush, right. rush. You kind of walked me into exactly where I was going with this. The next big one for that is Black Adam. That's that's coming yes. out. It's going to be here. You're going to have Dr. Fate. I think it's like Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate. Hawk, Hawkman. Uh, Hawkman. Uh, Adam Smasher. 
and I forget the girl's name, who is basically Red Tornado's niece, I believe. Okay. So we're going to get those people. We're Justice gonna... Society. Okay. We're going to get this. But because it's DC, does it already have an air of, okay, what did they do wrong here? Or is it kind of something where you could say, maybe they figured it out. Maybe we have a reason. Because it's Shazam. Like They right. did great with Shazam. Can they go round two and get this going in the right way? <laughs> I read, and I read somewhere online, they said, it's already being bashed, and it's only being bashed because it's DC, and for some reason The Rock is getting pushback of being in this, which I don't understand. He's like perfect as Black Adam, this look so far. But I read, they said, if this is DC, instead of a Black Adam eventually running into Shazam, which they are, you know, arch enemies in the comic books, it's like, Black Adam will eventually run into Aquaman or Superman. <laughs> he will never run into Shazam. It's like, yes, if DC stays on the path they're on, yes, he will. Wonder Woman will be next up for Black Adam. It's like, no, no, no. Shazam. <laughs> true. It's Shazam. <laughs> true. No, I agree. And I'm excited to see it. Oh, I'm I, so I've, looking forward yeah, to I've it. I've been reading all about it. And my hopes is if they did it right, okay, give us Black Adam. Do what you need to do. But at the end of this... Doesn't have to be big. Nope. There has to be that subtle sign of like I don't care if he's even you know uh, the Rock walking around. He looks at a TV and sees Shazam flying across the TV screen. Now we know. All right, they're aware of each other. Let's do this. Yeah, or let's get or going. or Shazam hearing him because Black Adam says Shazam to gain his powers too. It's the yeah. same wizard. So it's like this man saying the same thing. What? And then you end the movie. Exactly. But it has to be a setup for those two characters yeah, I, to meet. I don't yes. need, like, the the big fan of me would love it if the movie's ending and everything's great. And the last thing we see is Shazam land right in front of him. And it's like, all right, here we go. We're yeah. going to get it. We don't know when we're going to get it, but we're going to get it. But again, because this is DC, yeah, we're more likely that he decides to go sit in a swimming pool and all of a sudden Jason Momoa <laughs> pops up. Yeah. Or yeah, Ezra or, Miller spins around him a bunch of times. Or it's an okay movie, and instead of giving The Rock the year or two he needs, like, no, 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 recast it. We need another Black Adam movie now. We're selling toys. Like, no, no. Give The Rock two years, three years, whatever. Build this story the way you took well, the time to build Black notice Adam. Notice how we've waited. We've learned to wait for these things. We know when they're coming, and what we know, they're not coming next week. And that's they're fine. They're coming a ways yeah. from now. So, I mean, we were talking about it walking out the other day. Fantastic Four, they're going to do it. It's not coming out for like another three years. But Two, you can't years, wait. But... You can't wait. You're yeah, still you excited, want... and it doesn't matter. I'll be more excited the more crumbs you hand me as we go. And, you, but, and you're more than likely going to be able to make more than one of these if make us wait, but make us wait because you're making it right. And that's how I've been with Black Adam. It feels like they've done, they've built this the right way where, okay, The Rock is Black Adam. It's like, okay, he looks like the character. This will be good. Yeah. And then three months later, oh, yeah, Pierce Brosnan's going to be Dr. Fate. You went, what? Yeah. And then they said, oh, yeah, by the way, Justice Society is going to be a part of this movie. They'll be the enemy. What? Like, you build it the right way, and now you've got you know, Adam Smasher, Hawkman, who's a big character, mm -hmm. Dr. Fate, who can all be spun off if they're interesting enough characters, and you've got a good story to tell, even if you make them a TV series. Say, even if it's a miniseries. Right. You get a Dr. Fate miniseries. Perfect. Or a Justice Society miniseries. There, there's enough there. You could make this and explain how these guys became yeah. who they were and all but that. But take your time and make the story right. Don't yes. just put it out. Like, people love Pierce Brosnan in that costume. We sold a lot of toys. Boom! Here's another movie. Like, no. Yeah. It's a crappy movie, but nobody cares because we're just selling toys. Like, no, no, no. no. I need... They need to take the time and do it slow like Marvel has done. Plan it out. Lay it out. Think it through. That's To me, that's their big problem. They're not thinking with anything but their wallet. If they don't get it right, we get Dr. Fate with a nipple suit. Is what Absolutely. That's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and it won't be, George, it won't be uh, Pierce Brosnan anymore. He'll be uh, Timothy Dalton. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Daniel Craig's just going to follow him in all of his... Like, like, I'm not James Bond anymore. Whatever Pierce Brosnan yeah. does, I'm, I'm next in line. And that's how you get the That's how you get the thing. He takes the helmet off. You look different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how you get it. Um, exactly. Lastly, I was racking my brain driving in on this, and I don't think there is one. Now, again, Marvel has had some misses. Morbius. Yeah. You know, you can, you can pick what you want. I, sure. I, I brought the whole list up, but like, there's been a couple misses. Not a ton, really, if you think about it. They've... Been pretty good. If we go back to the, to like what we're called Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. The, yeah, the beginning the of Phase point. 1. Yeah. So, like, even though we both said we kind of liked the first uh, Fantastic Four, it doesn't really fit. No. It's not there. 
you know, you have like the Thomas Jane Punisher with John Travolta, which is a good movie. Yeah, yeah. But you have, uh, you know, you have Ghost Rider, which right. I love the first Ghost Rider. The second one, yeah, is what it is. But since our DJ, they haven't really had a lot of misses, and even the misses aren't terrible. Like Thor, the yeah. Dark World or whatever, might be the only other one. Is there a DC movie that's come out in the last like we'll we'll call. Yeah, we'll call where Christian Bale took over as Batman the cut point. Okay. That way it's not we're not going back fifty years to yeah, figure yeah. it out. Because obviously Superman and sure. you know, keep Batman. Is there a DC movie that's come out in the last we'll call it twenty years that can actually go toe to toe with a Marvel movie, be it collective movie or standalone? Because I really thought about it. Like there's maybe one or two. Yeah. And I had to reach hard to to try to say what. See, to me, the only one that comes to mind, I love, I love Aquaman. I'm not sure it would go toe to toe and stand up. I think Shazam does. Okay. To me, that was a good enough story, and it's a good enough origin story that I think, yeah. And it built, it took the time to build stuff that were coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and not even Black Adam, but other little little things that if you were new, the Captain Marvel mythos. Uh, there's a worm, Mr. Mind. He's a worm with a, a radio around his neck, but he's a genius. And they built uh, the ta- Mr. Tawny Talkie, who's a tiger. They're all very comic booky, goofy things. But Shazam's another movie I will sit and watch mm-hmm. all the all the way through. And there's there's not a lot of other DC movies, even Aquaman, which I love. Yeah. I won't always sit down and watch it. I will always sit down when Shazam is on and go, oh, wait, this is a good part. Yeah. Hold on, this is a good... I, so I think Shazam is probably the only thing they have that'll go toe-to-toe, which makes me more hopeful for Black Adam. Absolutely. I, I Shazam was one of my... I, Shazam and Aquaman were my actual two, so yeah. we're kind of in lockstep here. I, look, I... Like you said, I, you said it was a lot. I loved the Snyder Justice League. It was a bit dark, but to me, it, it, because it was so long, it at least did a good enough job of giving you a snippet of everybody... That they weren't able to do with the Joss Whedon one, where it was very rushed yeah, out to get everyone. Yeah. You got a little bit of Barry's life and what he was doing. You got a little bit of yeah. It had know, stuff in it that was way better. Victor Stone's life. You were able to at least build enough of a backstory to say, okay, I'm invested in this person, and I at least know who they are. As opposed to you see Barry talking to his dad, and a minute later, Bruce Wayne's like, hey, you want to be in the Justice League? Yeah. So, but again, <laughs> in order for that to be in there, you have to put it up against Endgame, Infinity War, Avengers, and that's hard to do. It's very hard to well, do. Well, because those movies had eight movies ahead of them building the story for you. Yeah. You know, even even to the point where from, I don't think the first Iron Man, but the second movie, Coulson, mm-hmm. Agent Coulson built, he was the through thread that's that brought the say, Avengers yeah. together. There's no through thread in any of the DC stuff except Batman. And then Ben Affleck flaked off because he didn't want to do it anymore. And it's like, well, that was your through thread. You can either replace him or we got to restart everything. And if you restart it, let's take take a breath, take a beat, think it through. Well, what's bad about the through thread is if you really think about it, it's not even Bruce Wayne. It's Lex Luthor. He had the files on everybody except Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He knew, he knew who Superman was. He had a file on Wonder Woman, Aquaman... And uh, the Flash, and uh, that's true. Down in the basement, where yeah. Uh, th- so if you think or, about it. Lex Luthor is the through thread. They just give the information to Bruce, and then Bruce runs with it. So that's the other thing is you. you, you that's the other reason I think it makes it a little tougher. Is you basically said the villain knows who everybody is before the superhero does. Well, you could have even built with that and taken the four-hour Justice League, and that could have been. You're right. Pieces of that could have been turned into several movies. And make Dark Side your through thread, like Thanos was the through thread yeah. to build to Avengers, and then build to Justice League, like mm-hmm. you should have done, instead of ramming it home immediately, firing, you know, Schneider, putting in Josh Whedon, give me a half-assed one, mm-hmm. and then heading it back to Snyder to give me a four-hour extravaganza was like, it felt that felt like, wow, you've taken pieces of three movies and made one movie out of it that's like, oh. Give me three great movies, not one extra long movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like Steppenwolf was meant to be like Loki in the first Avengers. Yes. Where he fails him. 
But instead of giving us a couple more movies of Darkseid's plans not working, they show the head rolling, he steps on it. it to me, it felt like that's their version of like, all right, we're going to race to Thanos going, fine, I'll do it myself. Right. Darkseid is basically their Thanos exactly. in the comic books even. Uh, so. But for me, the reason it's Aquaman is because to me, when they put it out, Aquaman to me was the perfect, like they, they took the Marvel archetype and they built it perfectly it had comedy yeah it had great action it was a good story and there was an it was a backstory enough to understand where he came from what his life's been like we understood why he was the person he was they even though you're jumping into the middle of it his connections with willem dafoe and all them you you had enough and believed it enough that wow there's a lot of yeah. history here and it, it just fit that marvel type like I, if you told me aquaman was in the marvel universe and you just showed me that movie, I'd watch it and go, yeah, this is right on par with what Marvel's doing. Yeah. So they had it right for a minute. And like you said, I'm kind of worried that they may have gone, all right, so here's what we did. Let's do that exact same thing. Yeah. Stick it right here, and we're going to change one name. All right, go. Right. Which could ruin it. And and it's almost as if Aquaman is the great, almost uh, older person or adult comic book movie where Shazam is almost an entry level. I could take my grandsons to see Shazam and they would love it because it's kids, but there's still action and stuff going on where I couldn't take an eight-year-old to see Aquaman as quickly because there's so much story and dense stuff going on where they're going to be, a lot of kids would be bored watching yeah. Aquaman. Yeah, no, I, I, where, I, I So it's two different things, but you're right. Aquaman's closer to the Marvel stories and what they do. And if they do part two as well as they did part one, now you've got something to build on. Build Aqu- build around Aquaman then. You know. We can't have Wonder Woman 2. That's what you're Exactly. If you if you if Wonder Woman 2 was just it felt rushed. It felt like the story was sort of slapped together. It just it didn't work like the first one did. Well, it felt like it, it, this is just to me. It felt like wow, everybody really liked Gal Gadot and Chris Pine together. How do we get him back? We have to figure out a way to get him. Yes. Weird way to get him back. Uh, there was a lot of backlash for it, you know. Like what, you're basically saying he stole a human being's body. Yeah, uh, Kristen Wiig. <laughs> she, she, Kristen Wiig to me felt a lot like Michelle Pfeiffer's Selena Kyle. Like yes. no one ever notices me, but now I'm, you know, amazing. And it's like, eh, okay. And then, uh, uh, what was his name? Maxwell Lord. I don't like that one. To me, it was like this doesn't work. Like, yes, we need Wonder Woman to be able to fight someone, and there are very few people that can fight Wonder Woman, and it's a fair fight. This guy's not that. It wasn't even uh, right, and they took and they took really good characters, and just sort of half-assed them together. Maxwell Lord funded the Justice League at one point. He was part of the Justice League at one point. So let's build that out. Let's Mm -hmm. make him a smaller character. He's behind the scenes. He's helping these guys, but he has this evil plan. He maybe four movies out. He's revealed. And Kristen Wiig, you're right. That was just Selena Kyle part two. And but she actually so, became a cat. And where Kristen Wiig could actually be chew a little scenery and do some funny, yeah. quippy things. It's like, no, 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 you're slapping this together too fast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do it slow, do it right, tell me a better story. Marvel's other the other restraint Marvel has is they follow the comic books. Here's what the comic book did. Do that. Sam Sam Wilson becomes Captain America. And in the comic books, they built it in an organic way. They did that in the movies. They followed it. Yeah. Here, You're the next person to follow me. Here's the shield. He's Captain America. Of course. Marvel hasn't done, or DC hasn't done any of that, where they just, it's like, what? who's Wonder Woman fight next? Well, who does she fight in the comic books? Cheetah. Okay, do that. I can get you Kristen Wiig. Well, I don't know if she's right. No, no, no. She's perfect. Put her in there. Have some jokes written. It'll be great. Yeah. You know, there's no I- thought. The thing is, and you mentioned this earlier, and I, I kind of agree with it. I think DC is so afraid to attempt a carbon copy of like, here's the blueprint they yes. did. Let's do it our way with our people, but let's do it that way, at least early on. Because if you do it that way, the stories are different enough that no one's going to go, wow, you just made Iron Man, but it's Batman. Oh, wow, you just made Captain America, but it's, you know, it's yeah. the Flash. Like, you can do it that way. So instead, they looked at it and said, okay, here's what they did. To get to Avengers. We'll call Avengers the focal point. Here's what they did. You know what we should do? Let's give them Iron Man, but then let's do Avengers and introduce the other three. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, 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 you just lost us because how how, how did this guy get really faster? Why is this guy so angry at, you know, Atlantis when he's supposed to be from Atlantis? It's almost like they're afraid of the nerd 
quote unquote community giving them giving them backlash because you're just copying Marvel. It's like, well, you know, they do. They're yeah. superheroes. They're sort of a template for this stuff. Batman is sort of Captain America, or Superman is more Captain America. Like Batman's more Iron Man. Yeah, and so it's like, yeah, this makes sense. So build it that way, but tell it, tell me the story. I don't care how the template's built as long as the story works well. Yeah. You know, we talked before about um, Samaritan. It's a pretty generic stock sort of template but it's told in a different the way the story is so well built that you don't care that these some of these characters are sort of stereotypes well, it's the joke i made in in the samaritan episode your parents have to die for you to become a superhero yeah apparently. but if you think about it batman and iron man they are the exact same person right they're a rich guy who's trying to make things rich, better rich guy who lost his parents was raised right? by an english butler yeah. <laughs> you're right was raised oh my by God. An english butler. both have a lot of money and the only difference is tony stark was so arrogant that he's like no i'm gonna tell you who i am right bruce wayne did the reverse yes they're the exact same thing and superman and captain america are the boy, boy scout trying to do the right thing all the time Absolutely. so it doesn't matter that they're going to be people are going to compare them i don't care yeah and but it feels like well we don't want the nerds yelling at us that we built the same thing that marvel built it's like i don't care that you well, built the same thing build your thing and make it right i hate to break it to you the nerds are going to yell at you no matter what exactly. but they're still going to go see your movie absolutely that, they're going to you know the thing though that They'll see it so they have something to complain I, about. I, I, I forget who it was. It was a director who, like, years ago when one of these, like, movies we're not covering came out. Like, aren't you afraid, though, that someone's going to compare? It might have actually been the Brandon Ralph Superman. Aren't you afraid that everybody's going to compare you to Christopher Reeves or yes. they're going to compare you to Christopher Reeves? And the director looked at him and said, no, no, no. I don't care if they come see it and hate it or come see it and like it. Like, or the box office said it. Yeah. The, the money, money checks out the same way exactly like yes the nerds are going to come see it to either love it or the nerds are going to come see it to hate it but at the end of the day all the green is the I've same still got that money in my pocket yeah yes. that, that movie still does well at the box office which unfortunately for studios is all they care about right there, there's a reason that we have some of these movies that keep getting extra but returns what we've learned what you've learned from both marvel and dc is if you do it the right way how long has Marvel been going? 2008, now it's 2022. They're still building these stories, and people are still flocking to see these stories. Where DC and people are going, this again. Oh. Well, you think, know, yeah. build the story. Tell me the story the right way. I don't care if it takes you eight years to get to where the final story is. Just tell me these great stories. Well, and think about it. You, you said 2008. We, we Everybody's relatively stayed the same. Since 2008, we've had four Batmans. Yep. Three Jokers, uh, <laughs> a couple of Supermans. We've had yep. we've had all of these people because they they just can't. I said at the start of the show they cannot stick it. You can you can survive a flop. Thor, Dark World proves you yep. can survive a flop. You just have to say, all right, that didn't land. Who do we have in this department yeah. or on speed dial that really 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 loves Thor and can tell us a Thor story that's going to fit to what we're doing? is going to get everybody in, everybody in. Yeah. And at the end of it, people are going to go, you know what? I didn't just see the best story ever, but I just saw a great movie. Yeah. And that builds off of it. It's it's the knee-jerk reaction that DC does every time something goes south. Instead of going, well, wait, they, the, the knee-jerk reaction is, reboot it, get it done, something else. Like, if you look, even TV series, MASH, MASH is one of the most successful TV series of all time. So is Seinfeld. When they both started the first season, nobody watched them. Everybody hated them. But somebody with brains went, no, no, no. Let this build. See where this goes. That's what DC has to do. Like That Batman movie was terrible. Michael Keaton needs two years. Then give him two years. Yeah. Give him and Tim Burton two years. Tell them whatever they need. When they're ready to come back, we will be here ready to make their Batman movie. You yeah. know, That's what they need to do. Not... You know, we made Batgirl. We spent fifty million dollars. This is awesome. What are you going to do? We're not putting that out. That's horrible. Like, why not? <laughs> you know, why not? People will see it, and it, it you can use even if it isn't a great movie, you can still use it to build off of. Yeah, Michael Keaton's going to be it. All right, so now Batman's even more established in this universe, so we can push a little harder to you know get that working, and we're going to get the Ezra Miller one with those guys. So. You're building a universe, yeah. and that's what we need. And even like, it may be Batgirl would have been there, Thor to the Dark World. This is a horrible misstep. Yeah. Well, where does it lead us from here? How do we make this better? We may even make a better Batgirl movie 
the next time. You know, it, it, it's all right. There'll be a petition in a year, and they'll release it anyway. Like I'm sure. With the Snyderverse. So. And everybody will cut it to shreds. <laughs> and, and look, I, I want to believe that DC can figure this out, because I'm, I'm a DC fan. Batman, Superman. I love these comic book characters. I'm a huge fan of them. I yeah. want to see them be successful. But the problem is, they can't figure it out. They can't right. do it. And so, therefore, I have to sit there and go, all right, I'll wait for the next one. And then when the next one comes along... All right, I'll wait for the next one. Yeah, it's almost, uh, and this is a, you're going to, I'm glad you said you got a sports reference. It's like being a Lions fan. They, It's just a constant kick in the teeth. You go, oh, but I know I'm going to come back to see what the next one is, even though you're probably going to kick a couple more teeth out of my head. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to come because I love Superman. I love Batman. I love these characters. And you're always, you're always sitting there going, Please, God, get it right this time. And when they do, you're so happy. Shazam, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Yeah. Oh, thank God they did it. And then they come back again. It's like, we got it right this time. Could you kneel down here? We want to kick you in the teeth with this second movie, please. <laughs> it's like, oh. You, know, you brought up a sports <laughs> reference. I'll bring up a sports movie reference that fits perfectly to everything we just said <laughs> as we wrap this one up. Uh, there's a movie called Bull Durham with Kevin Costner and mm-hmm. Tim Robbins. Uh, Kevin Costner is an aging catcher who gets sent down to work with this pitcher who's If you build it, they will come. Very, yes. What's that? I said, if you build it, they will come. Not that one, another <laughs> one, but fair enough. <laughs> I Pitch, know, pitcher's very kidding. talented, but he's very dumb. And in it, kind of like what the you know DC needs to be told, they haven't been told yet, Kevin Costner looks at Tim Robbins and says, don't think, just throw. Don't think, just throw. Yeah. So he goes back to the behind home plate, gives him the sign. He, Tim Robbins tells himself, don't think, just throw. Don't think, just throw. Throws, perfect pitch right down the middle. Right after he threw it, he goes, wow, that was amazing. What the hell did I do? That's what DC's doing. <laughs> yes. They're letting out a movie and going, wow, that turned out great. What the hell did we do? And yeah. then they're, try- they're, they're, not, they're not thinking, don't think, just throw. Don't think, put out the story right. and let it build. Don't think, put out the story and let it build. Instead, they're overthinking and they're shooting themselves yeah, in the you've foot. Got, you've got great comic books. And somebody pointed out to me, comic books are really just storyboards for movies. So just take the pile of the, here's the story we want to tell. Find a guy who goes, oh, I love that character. Here's the story. Build this the way you want to, but we'd like this story, please. And and here's where we want you to go. And they, instead of thinking of the bottom line and success, here's where we want to go ultimately. Where do you think we should go? And let them let the storyteller build this world for you, because they will. That's what Marvel has done. Kenneth Branagh built the Thor world. It's perfect now. Taika, Taika Waititi picked it up, ran with it, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know. The, all, and all these stories were, were these are comic books that were written in the, the 40s, the 50s, and the 60s. Yeah. This can't be this hard. No, not it's, at all. It's Superman. He's been around since the 30s. Just tell me a good story. He, he's got he's got a little bit of street cred at this point. <laughs> yes. um, all right. Last question, then we're going to close this one out. Okay. Is there someone they haven't put into the DC universe, like on film, that you think they could use to kind of maybe... Like 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 they did with Shazam. They got Shazam in there, and it kind of got everybody going again. Is there someone they could put in to help springboard it back into action and maybe set it up again? Ooh. Without losing the people we have? Ooh. I don't know, because they've pretty much put everybody in there. I think if you put in a decent Green Lantern, yeah. you can expand the world a lot. Uh, and I think... I have a lot of a lot of hope with the seeing the Justice Society built in. I think... If you build this right, and the way the comic books were told, the Justice Society are the old guys. Mm-hmm. And what the Justice Society turned into in like the 80s and 90s was the Justice League is out solving the problems and, and taking care of the villains. The Justice Society is where the Justice League would go, hey, we found this superhero. She's very young. Could you train her? Because you've been around forever. Mm-hmm. And let them, I think if you build the Justice Society right in Black Adam, you might really have something that you could really build off of because it's a perfect launching pad to new heroes to land. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Because you've got, if you tape them, you've got Dr. Fate who comes and goes from the Justice Society, Hawkman, who's basically almost the Punisher, an alien Punisher. He's a very angry dude. But you can build in, um, there's a character called Wildcat who's basically Batman, but he's just a boxer. Okay. He has no powers, and he fights. There's and the original Flash, the original Green Lantern. All these characters can be introduced as a as a platform to build new people off of, and it's it's endless. It's, it's, it's literally endless where 
the Justice Society can show up at the end of a Batman movie and say, hey, we found this kid. You might want to work with him. And boom, now you've got a sequel. You know, it's it's a launching pad. I think Justice Society has a lot of potential to be that for them. Okay. So what I'm hearing is you don't think Jonah Hex could do it for them. <laughs> um, and I love Jonah Hex, but I hated that movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> love Jonah I, Honestly, I asked you this question in hopes that because you're, uh, let's be fair, you're a little more of a nerd than I am, you could, <laughs> you could go deeper. You kind of landed right on me. It, it, it was Green Lantern. I think if they yeah. could do Green Lantern right, he yeah. kind of fits that that character he's kind of that he's that guy who is just an all like assuming boy scout kind of person yep who it was already a kind of a hero in his right fighter pilot and all that wanted to do the right thing and he's just because he's such a good one he's chosen for a, a, a calling that very few are chosen for and he embraces it, he does well with it i think they could have done that great now, obviously the ryan reynolds movie didn't work out no. they teased it at the end of the snyder verse uh justice league if they can do that, yes, they really could springboard it. Because guess what? That puts you back in that Justice League. We can, yeah. we can, we can start filling in the pieces again. Ben, look, we made a really great Green Lantern movie, and it's going to help us. Can we get you in the bat suit again, Cavill? Can we get you, uh, you know, Superman? I read that Cavill said they want to do it. Fully invested in becoming Superman again. Yeah, and Ben, Ben Affleck has said it. Like yeah. he always said, I don't want to do Batman. He has said that if these guys come back, because he's very close with Momoa and Cavill and them. If these guys come back, I'll be Batman. These guys have to come back, though. Yeah. You can't give me, you know, some new Aquaman, and you can't give me Superman who's, you know, 19 years old. Yeah. I need these guys, and, and we're in. And so if you, you do it the right way, Green Lantern, was he was the Boy Scout. He was, the, he was originally the man with no fear. Yeah. Because that was how he got the ring, was he had no fear. He's a test pilot. Him and Flash were always put together because they're sort of opposites of the coin, where the Flash is fast, doesn't think, he's very immature, where Green Lantern is a very mature, very dour almost character. They work together perfectly as a team. It's like, yeah, you've got you've got you've got the pieces. It's like they've got all these pieces, but they just keep putting the puzzle together so it looks like a Salvador Dali painting. It's like, no, <laughs> you almost had it. <laughs> yeah. You almost had it. Well, DC, if you've been listening, I think we just gave you all the information. We fixed you. you. Yeah, we helped fix you. (laughs) You see, this is why you listen to the people that are behind the scenes. We know the right answer. You just never ask us it. We're here to help you. And you got it from literally the man who knows everything. (laughs) You got it from, yeah, the man. That's going to be my new catchphrase, the man who knows everything. The man who knows everything. (laughs) And you know how he knows everything? Because he knew I was right about something. So he's clearly a smart individual. And I will tell you. If you ask me, I will tell you I know everything. But you'll also tell me when I'm wrong. So it's. No matter what, I know everything. Be honest. We're just going to get your opinion. That's what you're telling us. It's not anything more than that. Even if we don't ask, we're going to get your opinion. worth exactly what you've paid for it, by the way. (laughs) I paid you? (laughs) No, it's why my opinion is worth what you you paid for. I'm helping you be right. I'm helping you. (laughs) All right. That's going to do it for for both of us. That's Brian Morton, Mr. Right. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Is that what Bev calls you, Mr. Right? (laughs) That is not what Bev calls me. You should tell her she's wrong. I'm not sure I could be on a podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> she's right. my wife. She's never wrong. <laughs> you know this. I, I know exactly this. <laughs> I You know how I know this? She's standing right over his shoulder. <laughs> right over his shoulder. That's right. <laughs> All right. I'm Eric Torch. We'll talk again soon.